first experiences with iPhone 14 and iOS 16. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Take full control of your subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you uh, join us in the chat room. We have people checking in there now, and I expect more later. I hope there are more later. Um, we also have a decent-sized panel tonight, and we have a lot of potential things to get through. So the probability is we won't hit them all, but we'll hit as many as we can. Let's go around the room, find out who's here, and then we'll just get to it. Um, first up, he always shows up first, so that always puts him in the top left of my screen, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to have you. Good to, good to be here. Thank you, Chuck, as always. Um, it's, uh, looking forward to the conversation, as always, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a quiet week. I think it'll be okay. It's a quiet <laughs> week? Okay. <laughs> I'm concerned. Um, we yeah. got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brittany Smith is here, and she is uh, joining us from the great outdoors. Britt, good to yeah. see you. You can tell it's not a virtual background because it doesn't cut out the chair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Thanks for having me, Chuck. Yeah, great to have you. Great to have you. Eric Bolden has returned. I have no idea why. He just doesn't have anything else to do, I guess. Eric, good to see you. Nice to be here. Finally got my watch. Oh, hmm. So now up to date. So that's cool. <laughs> Watch update finally finished. That's just yep. a little off, but yeah. Perfect. Good. Perfect. Beside him on my screen is uh Mr. Bixby. Mr. Bixby, <laughs> it's great to see you. I, I dressed up for you, Chuck. What can I say? Hey, I appreciate it. When you told me you were gonna come in a in a jacket and tie, I said, please, you know, we need to document this for posterity. Yeah, looks look, look, looking good. At least a couple of days a week, you know. So yeah, yeah, you look respectable, which really doesn't mean that you doesn't should be help. here. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warren Squire has joined us from his basement hideout again. Warren, good to see you. Good to see you too. I'm uh, uh horribly underdressed, evidently. Looking at the rest of you guys, but we'll uh, we'll we'll fix them in post. Good to be here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jim Ray is here as well, but Jim, you kind of you keep throwing me because one week you have a cap, the next week you don't have a cap. I never quite know what to expect. I always have a cap. Well, not, you don't not, tonight, so but not today. I think this is the first time, and I, I it wasn't handy, and I thought, yeah, you know, my hair looks okay. I, I kind of mm -hmm. like it. And I'm coming to you again from Kiev, which is further and further from the front lines. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Um, joining us just in time to be introduced, Patrice Brendamore. One more time, she's able to make it before she has to go back to work uh, because <laughs> it's the middle of the night for her. So, Patrice, great to see you. Great that I could be back. And yeah, one last time before I go back to work next week. Yeah, I mean, I made, hopefully, you know, when you have other vacations, you'll be back. But I know it's it's a bit of a stress because <laughs> what, what, it's 8 o'clock Eastern. What time is it where you are? 
Uh, it's like 2 a.m. Oh, ouch. Okay. Well, that's what you do on vacation. You just hang around with the <laughs> Mac Voices Live, right? Yeah, I can uh, tell. I can tell you're in Europe because no one in America has on a vacation that goes on for weeks <laughs> and weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is week three. So. Yeah. Well, and be- before we get into it, um, we have one last latecomer joining. So as soon as the camera turns on, as soon as the camera turns on, <laughs> <laughs> there it comes. Mm-hmm. There it went. Uh oh. So much. Pressure. Maybe not. Maybe not. Doesn't have just the right background setup yet. So you know. Uh, that could be. There, uh-huh. there he is, Mr. Mark, Mark Fuccio has joined us. Um, being, I, I don't know if that's patriotic or political or what. What is that, Mark? Today is uh, National Voter Registration Day, and everyone should make sure they're registered to vote. Definitely political, but sure. Yeah, but I like it. It's no, kind I'm of not telling you that's not political. I'm just saying to vote. It's yeah. not political to vote. To say to, it's 100% political. To, it's not a bad thing, but it's political. No, it'd be political no. to say to vote for this or that right. person or platform. <laughs> the, the yeah, I guess it depends on who you are. <laughs> You're voting yeah, for politicians. So the, the 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 concept of voting is political. You're voting for a politician. Apparently, it's also oh, really? national. Oh my god! <laughs> it's apparently also National Pepperoni Pizza Day. So go eat some pizza. I like that. that mm, that's a yeah. Uh, I'll do yeah. that. Well, just just think of it, Warren, as a public services announcement on both Pepperoni Pizza Day and National Voter Registration Day. Try to combine the two somehow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, we we have to talk about the new iPhones, which uh, some of us got on Friday or maybe whenever you got yours. iOS 16 is out now along with those iPhones and is available to install on older iPhones. Um, and there have been a few hiccups, as there always are. But how about a show of hands here? Who got new iPhones um, since we let, met, last met? Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Webb, yours didn't get here, right? Let's see. I I did get an update. Remember, I have two phones. One is expected the 27th, and the other expected the week of the October 3rd to the 10th. Hasn't come in yet, but uh, uh, they are expected. So, And one of them updated today. It was uh, October. Now it's the September 27th, so a week from today, I think so. Interesting. Now, I have to ask, because since you were ordering two, did you order them both at the same time? I did. Uh, they're on two different carriers. So uh, uh, one's an AT&T, one's a T-Mobile. So Maybe that was the difference. Maybe that was the difference. Okay. Webb, may I ask uh, why you bought two phones instead of using the dual eSIM capability? That's are last both, week's topic. Either? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, okay. Can, can I just say for business reasons and leave it at that? Sure. Yeah. The, my business pays for one of them, the other one I pay for, so. Yeah, it makes sense. It it is an interesting uh, situation, especially if someone else is buying your phone, because there's a definite advantage to having both of those on one phone. But there are also some advantages to having them separate. So I, I don't know. But we'll like having two screens, it depends if you keep them fully separate, right? So if you don't sign into an iCloud on one device and you don't use it for personal reasons, it's I could see that. 
right? Because yeah. it's a fully separate, whereas the dual sim, you really can't separate it out. Although yeah. I thought they were kind of doing, weren't <clears throat> they trying to do something with that where they had to work, I guess, with focus mode, right? You got a work mode and you got a yeah. personal mode. I think that's what yeah. they're trying to do, but it's not quite there yet. I I have a second free line on my T-Mobile account that I had a physical SIM in my 13. <clears throat> and then I then the eSIM transfer worked flawlessly over from the physical SIM. The eSIM is a business line. So you just identify it as a business line. And then your primary line is your other one. And you can turn it on and off anytime you want as well. So it killed my travel SIM though when I when I moved my SIM over to this one, it said your travel SIM is done and, and it kicked it out. Not that it was right. a huge deal, but yeah, but, well, that physical that sim is it, is useless now. Yeah, it, it, it's no longer. No, no, no. It wasn't physical. It was knee sim. It was. It was oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, but Warren brings up an interesting point as far as separating um, iCloud accounts and you know related apps and all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the phone is kind of a an app unto itself. True. Mm-hmm. And I really can't. I mean, I guess it interfaces <laughs> with the contacts and all that, but um, just switching eSIMs doesn't basically mean like you're totally switching phones absolutely like, not. and we talked about one week where we had the uh, restrictions and policies that maybe his company puts on with mobile iron or or jam for something like that and if it's uh, one phone with that on there then you're restricted whereas if you have two mm-hmm. phones you could keep one fully lo- unlocked to you all right no no policies no restrictions no you know possibility of company seeing your personal stuff so i mean yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a it's definitely compelling to it's pain to have two phones but it's you know it's a separate it's a separate phone you know yeah yeah I mean, no, a lot of companies are different when it comes to that in my case it's bring your own device so um mm-hmm. you know, I, right. I have no free, mm-hmm. i have no restrictions other than being between the four walls of microsoft and and that's it so um, right, but even um, bring your own devices. Like my last company was bring your own device too. But they, they, you know, if you wanted to get their stuff, yeah. And same with my wife, you have to download their, um, their policy, their um, uh, profile, and put. Yep. Yeah, every, like I said, every mm-hmm. every company's different. Yep. So yeah. if you do that, then you know they have, you know. And again, when she moves to new phones, it's a pain in the butt because that's why she stresses out because when she wants, you know. Because it takes her a good two three days to get the the um, the uh, policy on the apps that that come with it, you know, email set up and things like that. She has to deal with uh, her IT, so she doesn't want to get a new phone because if she gets a new phone, she has to do that again. She doesn't have her email. Good good thing is I just did it, and the only thing I had to do was bring over some of my uh, Microsoft Authenticator apps that I need yeah. for. Same. <laughs> I forgot to back it. mine up twice. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I I couldn't back it up, so I mean, I had the other. I kept the other phone still active after I mm. transferred, and then I reached out to my reached out to our identity to to our identity team, and then they just gave me the QR code. I scan it, and then it just transfers the, the, back on. So we use Okta. So at my company, so I needed to. So I had to email them once to reset my multi-factor authentication because. I deleted out my authenticator and then I'm like, you know, I felt kind of stupid about that. And then the, I put the, I'll talk about this later, but I put the beta on my phone and it killed my GPS. So I reverted back to the non-beta 
And of course, I forgot to pack up my authenticator again. So I had to, uh, you know, call my uh, IT. No, I am IT, but called the Microsoft admins and had them reset my MFA again. So I had that. That'll happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, and that's, it's funny how you're talking about that because that's the biggest issue that I've had doing the, uh, the switch um, is the Microsoft uh, products. You know, that those are the ones that give me the most trouble doing the swap over everything else comes over pretty seamlessly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you first, when you first boot up the new phone, right. All your accounts start screen. I mean, you sometimes you can't even click where you want to go because to enter your password and, and settings and mm-hmm. enter your exchange password. Right. I mean, every two minutes. So like, you know, you got to kind of get through that bowl because sometimes your iCloud keychain doesn't pull over your, your, your passwords fast enough for the phone to catch up with itself. So sometimes that's kind of messy too. Yeah, I, which is uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, Warren. Um, you know, how did everybody do it? Because I've seen, the, uh, I've, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say who in, in the Mac Voice of Slack was having challenges restoring from nice, amazing backup. Right. Um, yeah, I wouldn't would do that. That's not. I, yeah, I didn't have any trouble with um, with phone to phone. You know, it was piece of cake. I just, you know, yep. followed the, the on screen instructions and. Walked away for a little while and it was fine. I did both. Yeah, I, I, did, I did phone yeah. to phone and I did iCloud Restore, and both went pretty well. Except on both instances, I didn't get my Bluetooth devices back. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys did or not. No, I didn't either. I did. Uh, yeah. Did you worked for me? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting, Patrice, because I have I've had to repair all my Bluetooth Which, items. Yeah. So did I. Worked. Like when worked. I got in my car. Like my car. But this was know. doing the device to device transfer instead of. And I did both. Mm-hmm. Restore. But I did too. I did both because so when I reverted back to the old um, out of beta, I, I had an, luckily an iCloud backup from <laughs> from that version, and it came back yeah. through that. But so in Bluetooth will come back. They never did. So so what's, re- what's really yeah, what's really nice is um, at least on the iPhone, if you have the beta installed, it actually will update you to the beta. Yeah. Again. So so you didn't have to like in the past you had to do the whole set up a new phone, then install the beta, then wipe it again, and then like restore from backup. And now it just it just tells you, hey, this is a new a backup for a newer version, so you need to update. What didn't work was the same thing on the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. There it didn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And, and also that's <laughs> that's a one way street. That's also a one way street because well, if yeah. you're if you're on the beta, you can't if you're on the beta, you can't restore back to what comes out of the box from Apple. Or at that least is true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why that you know be. when the beta comes out last week and everybody wants to do it, you don't do it because otherwise you can't restore from that backup. Yeah. You have to. I would have done it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did was it. about to. I, we talked about it last week. I slapped myself a few times because I'm like, I really want to do the beta, but you know, if you do that, you have to take your phone out. You have to update it. Uh, you have to not log into anything. Update it to the new beta, then mm-hmm. factory set it and restore. Yeah, I said with the phone, you don't have to do that anymore. With the phone, it works, but with the Apple Watch, it does. So I have a I question. Have a couple issues with the watch in general. Yeah, or uh, Mark. Yeah, roughly how many tens or hundreds of uh, gigabytes of data did each of you need to migrate from device to device? Hmm. So it depends on, technically it depends on how you're doing it. 
first of all. Well, to, oh, I know. Well, tell us, tell us what you did. Well, so phone <laughs> to bring over all your music and videos and photos or just the bare settings. If you're doing a phone, so you take a new phone out and you do a phone to phone transfer like Chuck did. It's a straight copy of everything. So everything comes over the way it comes over. And it tells you that if you do an iCloud restore, it brings back, it only brings back um, the settings and a few things. And then it tells it to start downloading everything from Apple. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions today with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. When was the last time you tried to cancel a subscription to anything? Four phone call transfers, 20 clicks on the website, and an hour later, and you are no closer to accomplishing your goal. 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. I'm betting there are at least that many who gave up and figure that their time is worth more than the subscription is costing them. And that's sort of sad when there's a solution like Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The Rocket Money app shows you all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You might even find out that you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Rocket Money for supporting Mac Voices. So my question you know, would be to Chuck and Patrice or David or you, Warren, how much data did you, whatever your method, how much data roughly did you transfer from the old device to the new 200, one? Mine was about 200 gigs, but it's, um, but it's not really because it's always the, the hardest part with any of this is your photo library, for me at least, because when you do the restore, you have a 100 gig photo library and it doesn't come back in any kind of backup restore method. So you have to leave your phone running, you know, well, you would anyways, but you have to wake up the next day for your iCloud photo library to sync up. But oh, it, it it's not downloading all the photos that, you know, have been set does. up. I, well, I mean, it depends on how you have it set up. If you have optimized yeah. storage, then it doesn't. But if you download, I've always gotten the 256 gig because I download all photos to my iPhone. I feel more comfortable that way. I like to have my pictures <laughs> no matter where I am, if I'm on an airplane, I want to get a picture. You know, I've been burned, not burned, but same with music like that, where, you know, if I'm in a place with no service and I want to get to a song or want to see a picture and it's not on my phone, I get upset. Yeah. So right, I, now, I, right now, Mark, to answer your question uh, directly, I think I had about 250 gigs of material on my old phone, but I know a lot of that was, was video and, um, and photos so now my new phone is showing 90.5 gigabits or gigabytes excuse me gigabits gigabytes um used so it has not and nor did i wish it to re-download all my photos okay. i just i, I know i can pull them down if i want do you see someday either downloading or using amazing or something like that to load up the phone or do you think okay it's off i'm liberated and i'll just go out and collect and create new content well i mean it's the content is still there. I mean, my photos are all still in, in iCloud. 
So, I know, but you don't, you're not, it's not in your pocket. I guess that's why I'm asking is, you know, right. Yeah. You need to have it in your pocket or, you know, no. they're safe and you'll just go out and create new content and then edit. It's, a, the it's in his pocket. Down. If he, if he calls it, if he calls for it. And yeah. So, if I call for it mm-hmm. and, and also, and yeah. also I have um, a different machine, a, a, a desktop set up so that my, that a full library sync is coming down to that. So they're actually, it, it's right. here local. Yeah. But yeah, that, so, I, I I have I, no desire to carry around all those photos. No, nope. you know, at the at the price of uh, iPhone no, storage. So yeah. I always feel comfortable at least having one device, one Apple device that has enough storage to download my entire photo library. Right. I personally I, don't feel fully <laughs> comfortable having everything in the cloud. Um, I I don't, but I have a server that does it. Like I upload everything into like my phone uploads everything into OneDrive and then on my server I download that and back up. Yeah, as long as, I mean as, as long as you have a physical copy mm-hmm. of it. It doesn't yeah. matter where it goes, it could go and Patrice Patrice, is that an automated process or mm-hmm. is okay. Fully automated. Like so, I mean yeah. yeah, one the OneDrive app takes care of uploading like the full version. It doesn't do like any compressed or anything. Um, and then I have a Hazel script that kind of sorts it into folders in, into OneDrive, and that's it. Patrice, may I ask why you use OneDrive instead of iCloud? Um, well, for one, because I can mount that on a Linux server. Try doing that with... <laughs> I know. I, 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 okay. No, I, <laughs> but okay. the other reason is mostly history. I, I've had it for like quite a time. Yeah, no, I mean, I I definitely like the benefit of you know being able to mount something and have it you know mm-hmm. file system. I'm just curious, you know, just uh, you know, because we may be talking about other storage things later on, and everybody has slightly different <laughs> needs and requirements. That uh, you know, storage is not storage. There's always a little little hook. Yeah. From my experience, OneDrive is one of the best ones. Like iCloud is fine; it works most of the time. Um, but if you need a little bit more control, if you need a little bit more features, if you anyway need the like the um, office suite, um, yeah, you get a terabyte of storage for not a lot of money. So let me show my ignorance. You know, can I mount it as a drive on uh, on on the Mac? Sure. Yep. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's so, so, so a good tip I have is is before you did a transfer. Go into settings, storage, and go under podcast because there's <laughs> always at least 10 gigs worth of almost 10 gigs worth of podcast li- living in there. You can delete them out. Oh, at especially, least. At least. <laughs> especially Chuck because he does video podcasts. So he's the only one that's out there doing a. So, so like if you if you looked under the the storage, I'm sure Mac Voices is taking up probably about three gigs. So I mean, I'll come back, but it's just less to transfer over when you're there. But you know, it's interesting that you brought that up, Warren, because I fully expected to have to re-download all my podcasts, and it it came came across. I use Overcast, and the files came across, and you know, it was it was a piece of cake. Yeah, but that depends a little bit on the app. Audible, for example, doesn't do it. Mm. Oh, you're right, Patrice. I didn't think Mm -hmm. about that. You're right; it didn't, because I fired up Audible and I thought, Mm -hmm. why Why is this not playing right away? That's Mm -hmm. why. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the app, like whether they allow that or not. The stock app definitely does. It, it will carry over. Um, it, the stock app is weird, too, because if you download an episode on your phone, your all your Macs will download it, too. It kind of, you know, follows along with that. So it tries to keep everything that you download on one device on every device, stupidly enough. 
Okay, so I'm really curious. A couple of little bugs have cropped up, um, some which of which seem to be iPhone 14 specific. Others just seem to be iOS 16 specific. Um, has anybody experienced any of the, I, I think there are about four or five going around, yeah. um, that I, I think we have the vibrating camera. Um, the shaking or, yeah, yeah, I, I prefer to think of it as vibrating just because mm -hmm. it makes me happier. Um, let's see, what else? Um, the copy and paste bug. Copy and paste the bug, yeah. Yeah, I saw that um, a few times. Uh, let's see, what else? I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah, the copy and paste bug is really annoying. I mean, it's it's okay, but it's it's kind of. Hmm. I I guess I really hadn't thought about it. I mean, I, maybe I just haven't done enough a whole lot of copy and pasting since I received it. But when I saw it, it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's great that it, I'm not sure I would want it to ask every single time. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it yeah. it definitely wasn't that way during the beta. I mean, it still it does ask in certain apps, and they try to access it. But if you say I'm pasting, then it doesn't, and it shouldn't. And in the betas, it didn't. And yeah, so. And I had the GPS issue uh, with the beta, mm -hmm. and that me was too. <laughs> that was enough. There's very few things that make me revert back. Um, this did so, like in the past, uh, a couple of bugs with those betas were you know huge as far as email, the email client not working, you weren't able to get <clears> emails, it was just kind of crash things like that. But in the past, there was always some kind of workaround. So, like, in that, you know, when I was on beta, I would put on Spark for like a week or two, so I could mm -hmm. get my emails, and then I would carry on. But there was no fix for this, and there was no alternative for this because it really messed up your GPS. And it, you know, it, 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 I was traveling, and it it affected yeah. my life, so I had to, you know, fix that. Yeah. But that's when when a work phone is really handy. Because if that happens, you just switch to your work phone and use that for a little while. I used to carry around my iPad mini at work for that reason, mm -hmm. because I had, because <laughs> I effed up my phone so badly and I didn't feel like reverting it back. So I just mm -hmm. brought my mini with you. Um, Webb, have you updated either one or both of your phones to 16? Uh, I did both of them. Um, uh, I did uh, the work one at first um, and play with that for a couple of days. And and I've done the uh, my my day-to-day -day phone, if you will, um, to give it a name, my AT&T <laughs> phone, which is my primary phone. And I've updated both of them. Still trying to uh, get through the new home screen options. Um, uh, one of the uh, uh, widgets, if you will, is uh, weather. And it comes back as blank. Um, so I, there's something that's not connecting between the weather app and the, the weather widget on the home screen. So, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Eric, how about you? You've been quiet up to this point. Um, confess something for us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I have two phones. Um, let's see. My AT&T phone and my US cellular phone. And I have watch i had the watch paired to the at&t phone replaced my old u.s cellular phone with the new one and i thought well this is the perfect time i'll i'll just keep the watch with whatever the newest phone is that'll be great and wonderful but you can't move the watch between you know so if it's a at&t cellular watch you can't move it to a u.s cellular phone it's got to stay on the at&t side or you have to switch companies. 
which I didn't think about before I started. So oh. that's been an interesting adventure. So okay, I, I have to do something with my watch. So my watch right now is not tied to any cellular at the moment until I figure out whether I'm going to put it back on the other phone or not. Um, oh. One thing I did, so that, that was interesting that I haven't, I haven't fixed that yet, but you know, the watch is at least up to date now. Um, even if it's not on the right phone. Um, now, one thing I did discover, cause I, I had contemplated just putting everything uh, on one phone and, and just have two SIMs in one phone. And um, that might kind of solve my problem, but I made the mistake when I got my AT&T phone before of trading in my old phone because it was a, they gave you more money, but that only works if you keep your phone under contract because they do their payout over time. So every month you get a little bit of your phone cost back as credits to keep um, rather than just a lump sum payout. So even though it's a higher amount, you have to wait. So I have eight more months to wait so I can do eight months with no cellular on my watch or attach it to the old phone or yeah. So I might just keep two phones for a while longer and until I straighten all that out, but I hadn't really anticipated that part. Um, what I did, so I think basically my life will go back to my old my old phone on AT and T with the watch for eight months, and then I'll consider switching it. Um, it has been an extra advantage though because I really like the camera on the fourteen. I have been enjoying that a lot, and what I realize is when everything was running off of the phone that I was also using to take pictures. Then there are a lot of times where I couldn't take a picture because I was in the middle of a call or doing something else where I couldn't switch out of my app into the phone, you know, and, and take pictures. So I'm beginning to think that whichever phone has the best camera on it, I'm going to make my non-primary phone so that I can still use it for pictures. That's kind of what I hit. And, and, and then the only other thing I hit, which I guess it's just an iOS thing, um, they upgraded the book app. So I really enjoyed the whole page turn thing where it was kind of, you could see through the page as you were turning it and you know, it was sort of relaxing. You could turn the page a little bit and fold it part way back and flip back and forth. Um, and I just got used to it and that went away doesn't exist anymore yeah, um, it's, like, it's side to side now yeah and it, it's like a whole sheet that lifts up and slides over and drops down which you know that's neat too but it's a little bit different um i did notice that the uh you can change your the type um on the for the book um but i'm i've had problems with it not sticking so I'll be going, 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 switch chapter, and then all of a sudden I'll get a different font. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing there's like a couple little tweaks, a couple bugs left over that they haven't caught yet. Um, but all in all, yeah, I, I've been very, very, very happy with the new phone. So um, I, I have to ask, um, if I understood what you just said, I think, um, I think I heard you say that you are going to dedicate, you're going to use the new phone as a dedicated camera more 
And so that would lead me to believe that that won't be the camera, the the camera that you have with you all the time when you, you know, are doing your day to day business. Is that is that intentional? Well, I always just... have two phones. Right now, I always have two phones. Oh, okay, okay. Because I can't get to work and back home again on only one network. It takes me two different networks because I have dead zones. So I mm. flip between phones as I'm traveling. Mm. Uh, and and so at least for a little while longer, I, I'm just, I, I'll have two phones. Um, I, my thought had been two phones until all the networks get caught up. I have no dead zones. And then I'll just use two SIM cards. Um, but I'm kind of enjoying the life of separation and having, you know, part on one phone and part on the other phone. Um, and then I can take pictures without having phone calls call, coming in or texts coming across. Um, yeah, so not entirely sure how it's going to work, but that's, that's what I'm going to try. Well, you bring up something though that I honestly, until you explained it, I never thought about it that I guess you, I guess there's no way to unlock a watch. So if I buy an AT and an AT&T watch, I'm pretty much stuck on AT&T. Is that a correct know. statement? I don't think so. I, think I, don't, so. I don't think the watches are tied to a service. And in, in any case, I didn't buy mine from AT&T. The problem is, is that this, the, I got cellular service from AT&T. I can't keep that same cellular service with AT&T and use it on a U.S. cellular phone. Right. Oh, okay. I could take and reformat my watch and then call up U.S. cellular and say, oh, hey, I want to add a watch to your plan, and I could do it that way. So okay. it's doable, but then I have to you know, say, okay, yeah, I'm going to move over. This panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about their first experiences with iPhone 14 and iOS 16. We talk bugs, we talk favorite features, and a whole lot more. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope to see you then. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.